are going live right about now. I could tell up because you started doing an accent. I'm like, okay, we're <laughs> we're recorded. What accent? That's my normal speaking voice. Nah, there was like a little Jamaican kind of situation you were doing right there. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. The human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> the human, the human torch. What up, sushis? We're obviously very fucking stir crazy. Yes. Tell them I'm about. Coming to you live from my couch. Same yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, same here. Well, not really my couch. It's more like my little home office. But, yeah. Nice. Tropic, you see the Rascast album? Yeah, dog. Representing. <laughs> you know, all day, man. On that note, I kind of skipped a beat there, but on that note, let's introduce our guests during these quarantine times. Our first quarantine edition guest, and I think our first guest on the actual show, right? That's wow. true. Think about it. It's only right. So, like, the first guest that we have during, like, the quarantine era is actually the first guest we had on the podcast, period. You know what I mean? So, it kind of makes sense. We ain't even planned it that way. <laughs> Yeah, that is pretty ironic. I'm like the guinea pig for every time you guys uh <laughs> I start you a loop. Put it that way, yeah. Tropic 2.0. A human guinea pig. What up, my brother? Uh, what up? You got a lot to talk about, man. Well, I guess you could say a little something like that, you know. Um first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? Uh you know, I definitely, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, when, before I get into this, I don't want to, I'm not trying to marginalize, like, anybody losing their life, people working in throughout this, because a lot of people are getting that impression, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Right, and right, that's, right. That, that's not the, that's not the point. The point of it is to, like, try to get people to calm down a little bit and make some better decisions for themselves and for their families, you know what I mean? Right. I know people are dying and, you know, it sucks and... Um, you know, maybe we can try to help people to not freak out so much. Word. There is, there is quite a bit of hysteria out there, right? And I think the hysteria stems from people not really knowing what the fuck this thing is, you know? It's like all of a sudden, this thing is out there, and now we can't go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? I was like, somebody ate a bat in China, and now I can't go to the fucking grocery store and buy toilet paper. You know what I mean? Like, that's all we know. And, like, they're telling us first that it's transmitted by touch. Now they're telling us it's airborne. The last thing I heard is, like, the, it stays airborne for fucking I don't know how long and shit. So it's basically, like, you can't even leave your goddamn house at this point. That's the point that we're at right now. You know what I'm saying? Basically. Yeah. Yep. yeah. We so, should mention that uh, Tropic is in New York, too. So he's, like, right on the epicenter of where, like, it got hit the hardest, I think. So... So I'm, I'm in Jackson Heights, which is literally like I live right on the board of Jackson Heights and Elmhurst. Elmhurst is where they said had the most cases at one point. They're saying now it's Corona, which is literally just the neighborhood after that one now. You know right. what I mean? So basically, I'm I'm dead center in, in the middle of it. Yeah. And yeah. you posted a really interesting Instagram video the other day, man. So I kind of want to get into that a little bit. You had hit me up. Uh, like just to talk and shit and you were talking about being on the podcast and shit and, and you told me yo I'm gonna walk to Elmhurst right now to show you what the fuck is really going on you know what I'm saying uh, 
and you said, I'm going to FaceTime you. And I was like, yo, you should just put that shit on IG live. You know what I'm saying? Like more people should not just me. I ain't the only one that needs to be seeing this shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'd like to, for, for everybody to see this shit. So you basically took a walk to the hospital and, and, you know, explain what happened. I don't even want to take the, so so I was, I was seeing on the news that they were saying that that was the most overrun hospital in the nation. So I'm like, yo, the most overrun hospital nation is three blocks away from me. Damn, that's kind of crazy, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, to get supplies, I got I walked by it, you know, I see it, and something wasn't adding up. You know, they were showing like, you know, madness, ice trucks with you know the ones that they put the bodies in. They had they showed barricades with you know people lined up to get tested and getting tested, and you know they were making it crazy and they were wh whipping up a frenzy, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, well. I, I didn't I didn't notice that and I live right there. So let me let me take a walk by there and see what really is going on. And then when I did that, um, it was quite the opposite. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like a, you know, it didn't seem like like a crazy day at a hospital, you know. And then I asked the lady that worked there. She was just, you know, smoking a cigarette on her break. I asked her if she worked, you know, she worked there. She said, yeah, she confirmed it. She had like credentials. You could kind of see it. Mm -hmm. And then um uh, she said it was just another day, and I was like, I found that kind of strange. So I walked around to the side. You can see it on the video. I walked around to the side where the barricades were, where all the people were. The barricades were still there, but there was, there weren't any more people. You know what I mean? And um, basically, you know, it was like slow on that side also. You know, you couldn't really see nobody getting tested. Maybe you see one person getting tested, but it was not really going on. And then I walked to the emergency room side and in that hospital you can see inside the emergency waiting room you can see if like people would be waiting there to get you know serviced or whatever for whatever emergency and it was dead empty like you could see in the video it's like nobody was in there at mm -hmm. all period and then I didn't go inside because you could see cops would uh you know they won't allow you to come in right now they're you know they had it closed off and I didn't want to get messed with by the cops and that wasn't my intention you know, my intention was just to, like, show people that, you know, they're kind of hyping up something. It's a serious situation. I'm not saying it's not serious. That's mm -hmm. not. I know this is serious. I know people are dying. My thing is that they're not helping by whipping us up into frenzies. You know what I'm saying? They're right. not helping us. You know what I'm saying? People are, are, are literally panicking, you know? And um, you have to question, like, the effectiveness of this approach that they're taking because one it, on one hand like i could see why you would want to make people aware that there's some kind of a threat out there right but yeah. the way mm -hmm. they've done it and the way the media has taken this thing and run with it and like it's i was watching even like the i was watching ben shapiro the other day and the fear in this guy's eyes like i had to fucking take it off within like fucking five minutes and shit because i'm just like yo it ain't helpful, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and that's the kind of shit that makes people run to the store and buy up all the fucking toilet paper and stupid shit like that. You feel me? Well, it so, depends. Yeah, and, and just buy up everything, everything. Yeah. People panic shop, people, you know, they start, you know, doing, you know, crazy things. You, you never know what someone is going to do when they're, when they're panicked. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. okay. It's okay. Silent. Uh, I yeah. was going to say, it all depends, too, on what your goal is, right? If their goal is to take advantage of the situation, then the fear-mongering is a, a great tactic, you know? Um, you know, 
I think it's being very effective if that's the goal, which I think it is. I think they're trying to take advantage of the situation. Like we said the other day, they didn't create the virus, but they sure as hell are going to, you know, take advantage that no one's paying attention to anything else right now. And that, that's not that's not fair to us. Mm-hmm. No, it's right. not. Right. It's not fair right. to us. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can you can make people aware and you can get people to do things without scaring them, at least right. in my opinion, right. in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? But uh, nothing works as well as fear, though. I'm not justifying what they're doing, but I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't know. Like, sometimes I, I see, I tend to side with the government a little bit. And I think maybe that's where you and I differ, Dre, a lot. Is like, um, you know, I tend to think to myself, like, man, sometimes I'm sure they have to do things that they don't necessarily want to do, and it's all part of the price to pay to maintain the illusion of what we call organized civilization or society. You know. Well, I said last time, like for me, it's like they're going to take advantage of any situation in order to backdoor whatever policies they may have sitting on the table that they won't be able to to pass without some kind of a big scare like this. And we saw the same thing happen with 9-11. I don't want to like beat that point to death, but we've seen the same thing happen before, right? Like 9-11 happened. Everybody goes into a panic. They start getting into all this fucking terror alert bullshit. Is it yellow? Is it orange? Is it red? Is it green and shit? Mm -hmm. Whipped our fucking brains into a frenzy. All of a sudden, they can tap our goddamn phones. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's it's like a, you know, a a process with, like, these steps. And the first step is fear. And that's, like, where we're at right now. You know what I'm saying? We're at the fear step. So, for me, it was helpful seeing Tropic's video Mm because, you know, I know this guy. You know what I'm saying? I know right. this, I, and I know he lives in the center of where the shit's going down. This is, to me, a reliable source. I don't know fucking Ben Shapiro. I don't know these CNN guys. You know what I mean? So, like, I can't really trust what they're telling me. So, sure. like, and with that being said, you know, what we saw in the video was the outside of the hospital. We don't know what the fuck is going on in the inside of the hospital, to be fair. You know what I mean? But at the very least, it tells me that you know it ain't some fucking it, it ain't the same craziness going on outside that you'd be seeing in the news and shit you yeah. know and, and um also to be fair yeah i'm pretty sure like inside like you know there was people getting treated inside and people on respirators and you know and the, uh, the hospital people doing their best you know to keep these people alive i'm pretty sure that was happening but from what i saw in the news they weren't showing inside they were showing mm-hmm. outside. they were right. showing you know, body bags and tru- ice trucks and, and, and madness. That's what they were showing. Yeah. So I wanted to see if that added up. And it wasn't adding up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if, if you tune into the news now, a lot of it is, is the same thing. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. And then people are on their social media. Every other post is like, you know, this person died. That person died. This person. Nobody's talking about recovery. Nobody's mm-hmm. talking about people recovering, which is the majority of it, because that's not sexy. That's right. not gonna get likes. That's not going to get sympathy. You know what I'm saying? And and we got to stop that shit. We really got to stop that shit, especially when you're looking at somebody who who quite possibly recovered from it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Talk about that. So, um, so you believe so you believe that that you had the symptom, right? I had pretty much every symptom they mentioned except the dry cough. Okay. You know, I had I lost I lost my uh, sense of taste. I lost my sense of smell. I had a fever. I had, uh, you know, I had uh, stomach problems. Um, what else? Um, my eyes turned red. Um, what oh, else? Shit. I got COVID then. <laughs> <laughs> During a certain time. 
I took a soft shit last week. I had it for sure. <laughs> and it, um, they don't. They won't test you out here unless you are having major breathing problems. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I never got. To, I never got to that point. Thank God, I never got to that point. Yeah. You know, and and for me, everything I went through the whole gambit of it from in six days. You know what I'm saying? I'm standing at you here. I worked out today. I feel 100. percent I started 100 mm. percent after the six on the sixth day. I was like 95, and then. From there on out, I've been good. I probably attribute that to my plant-based diet and, you know what I'm saying, not, not freaking out because it was easy, easy. When you're, when, you're, um, when you're nursing yourself back to health and you got a fever, it's really easy to start panicking. You know right. what I'm saying? I panic. You don't, know what, you don't know what the hell to do. And instead of panicking, you know, I held my shit together, you know what I'm saying? And I just started, you know, researching. I started researching and I started trying to think, what, how can I deal with this, you know, using herbs? And I, I've basically healed from it, just herbs. I yeah. didn't what, did, what did you take? All right. So I was boosting my uh, immune system with elderberry. I was mm. drinking elderberry tea. I was drinking a lot of uh, ginger, cinnamon, lime tea for my throat because my throat never got, I never got a cough, but I did get like a raspy throat. Mm. I did have like, a, like, it felt like, if I was at a football game cheering for my team all day or at a concert, you know, when you go to concert, you come home, you're like from smoking, yeah. ring, you got that raspiness. Yeah, I had, right. I just cleared up. That kind of just cleared up like on the sixth day also. And um, um, what else did I take? Um, I don't know if I have that because my shit's always raspy from smoking. So <laughs> it's, like, like, it's like a noticeable difference. Raspy. Okay. It's almost like laryngitis. It was like laryngitis. You know okay. what I'm saying? And um, I fasted for three days because when I was researching, I seen that it um, replicates in your intestines. Mm. And when, once it replicates enough in your intestines, it goes and starts to replicate big time in your lungs. And that's when you start having breathing problems and you get pneumonia. Mm. So I was like, okay, this shit's replicating in my stomach right now. I could feel it. My stomach felt bloated. I had gas, I had nausea. I was like, all right, I cut off all the food and I was drinking tons of water. I was get. I was bed rest, you know, I was sleeping. I was forcing myself to like, just rest. Um, what else did I do? Um, and I just took a lot of herbs. I just took all my healthy herbs, man. I was drinking my teas, um, with sea moss. So I was making sure that I get, you know, my, you know, my minerals and my nutrients and the fever broke after the second day, it went away. It never came back. Um, my eyes were pretty much red throughout the whole time for about six days. And, um, and that went away. I'm pretty good now with that. And, um, did you yeah. microdose that whole time or I didn't actually, I didn't, I didn't, no, you... I didn't think that was going to be wise. And I actually also stopped smoking during mm -hmm. that too, because just in case, um, if it was trying to replicate in my lungs, you know, I wanted my lungs to be at its most powerful. And yeah. that was actually the, the, the first, um, break I took in about 20, uh, 9 11 was actually the, the last time I took a break. Oh, wow. Mm. I was just ironically that date was I got put on probation for a different reason and yeah. I, and I took I stopped smoking and that was actually the last time I stopped smoking so it was like 20 20 years break that was my first break in 20 years wow, wow. so yeah. the next time there's a, a huge disaster you'll probably take your next break right yeah yeah <laughs> I find reason to be breaking and you know it's it's part of my lifestyle 
And who's your CMOS guy? That's what I want to know. So I got two different distributors that I purchased from three, three different distributors, reputable ones, because you, you can, you know, people sell like uh, pool grown CMOS out there from like China and stuff. And mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't deal with that. I like, um, I like my stuff that, you know, wild crafted straight from, you know, nature. And so I can link you guys if you guys ever wanted to order some of that and buy some of that. I got I got three good links that I buy from. These are these are crazy times. I'm into it, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Try some CMOS. No more cow. No more cow. Uh, what do you call it? Cow pus. Cow juice. Cow juice. No more cow. Because it's because it's hybridized, right? That's the reason. And also, it's jizz. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that, bro. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, the, the cows that, that, that people, you know, dairy cows and, 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 and meat, the ones that they make the meat from, uh, those aren't natural animals. You know, we created those animals. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's not a natural occurring animal in nature. Right. Yeah. Right. Let, let me ask you, um, at what point did you, because I know what, what do you, you do? You're, you're like a, you're a carpenter, right? Or, or a... So the, the way I got infected was at, most likely at work. There was uh -huh. a lot of people, a lot of people working um, sick. People right next to me were working right. sick. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's to me that was the most likely way that it happened to me. And you your shit was was deemed at first an essential service, right? Yeah, they just last Friday stopped undeemed construction as uh, essential. Okay, mm -hmm. so you've been home since Friday. So, no, I've been home since Wednesday because that's when I fell ill. Oh, okay, okay. Two days before they undeemed us uh, essential was when I, when I stopped, when I stopped working. Gotcha. Stayed home and I, because I, I, you know, I knew that, okay, they were saying already, they were already saying, if you feel sick, don't come to work. But, you know, you know, I work with people, they got families, bro. So they, they don't, you know, they're like the only breadwinner, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, like, yo. I'm going to work sick or not. I've seen it. People do it thousands of times. You've probably done it before. Yeah. yeah. You've probably done it. You know what I'm saying? So, but I knew I was like, okay, something's not right. I'm, you know, I feel, I'm usually like, I feel so good. I'm so in tune with my body right now that if something off right away, I, I sense it. And I, it hit me quick. It hit, it came, it was like from night and day. There wasn't really like, I didn't feel like, what do they say? There's like an incubation period or something. Uh, well, if, if there is one, I didn't feel it. Because mm -hmm. it was like literally right before I went to bed on Wednesday night, I felt some off. And when I woke up in the morning, I knew it. So I, boom, I called my foreman right away. I said, I'm not coming in. Mm -hmm. I'm not coming in. And he was like, all right, all right, thanks. Thank you for telling me. And uh, majority of people should have done that. But, you know, like I said, people have families. And, you know, at that time, they, it wasn't as hysterical yet. Right. Yeah, so. I think there's there's something to to be learned here though, right? Yeah, you know, I mean obviously it hits everyone different, you know. Mm -hmm. so, so like we, you always got to take that into account. But like the way you treated it, and and like one of the most important things that I think you said, uh, aside from the obvious, which is your diet and all the stuff that you've been practicing already for the last couple of years, and every time you've been on the show, you've talked about it. You know what I'm saying? But you didn't panic, right? Mm -hmm. And and I I'm a big believer that like your psychology and what's going on in your mind, like literally affects your physical body. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you can literally make yourself sick with, yeah. with what you consume through your mind. You know what I'm saying? So like the fact that you didn't panic, you turned off the news, turned yeah. off all the fucking bullshit mm -hmm. and just like kind of just concentrated on yourself. You know what I'm saying? I think there's something to be learned there. 
I started doing a lot of research on influenza, you know. So um, Little X, you know Little X from uh, the director? Little mm-hmm. X? Yeah, yeah. So I noticed he was saying on his, I was following him on Instagram. He kept saying that um, use the herbs that treat influenza. This is literally just like influenza. So I started researching natural herbs that, you know, and I was like, all right. So ginger, uh, turmeric, I did a lot of turmeric, you know, um, a lot of citrus. I kept reading up how, like they were saying in China, they were using, excuse me, vitamin D, I mean, vitamin C, vitamin Mm -hmm. C. So I couldn't get my hands on vitamin C pills. Excuse me. I couldn't get my hands on any vitamin C pills, but I was able to get my hands on some oranges, some just regular oranges. I started eating oranges. And then I seen this one guy who's like a a herbalist and he kept talking about doing steam inhalations. Mm. Inhalations, how heat helps to like, you know, loosen up if it's in your, if it's in your lungs, it helps relieve your throat. Yeah, yeah. I do that every time I'm sick, bro. Every yeah. time I'm sick. Yeah. I've never done that. i never done that. So I yeah. start, you know, boiling ginger with with orange peel mm-hmm. and I put some cinnamon in there and 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 it did make me feel better, bro. Mm-hmm. I it was it was definitely noticeably making me feel better. And I was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? And I did that every day until I felt, you know, that was part of the 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 regimen to get me back in 6 days, bro. 6 days. Boom, I kicked it. I kicked it right in the ass. And no drugs? None. None. I took Advil at the beginning, but it, I felt like it wasn't doing anything. Yeah. You know? And then once my fever broke, I was like, I, well, there's no reason to take Advil because I don't have any body pains anymore. I did have the body pains, which is another symptom of it. And um, after the second day, I didn't, you know, the fever broke and the, the body pains went away. So I didn't see any reason to take Advil. So essentially, I really didn't take any medicine. You've had the flu before, right? The last time I had the flu, I'm glad you brought this up. The last time I had the flu was about five years ago. And it hit me so hard that I dialed 9-1 and I put the phone down. Because mm. I didn't know if I was going to like pass out, I felt like I was going to die. I never felt that bad in my life. And th- at this time, I wasn't plant-based. I was overweight. I was dealing with a lot of ailments. Um, I was pretty unhealthy. And um, man, I, that flu kicked my ass. This one, if you were to rate it on a scale of one to ten, it was like a five. Hmm. It's like a five, I would say. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, like I didn't feel like I was on death's door. What's the deal with uh, getting reinfected after you've had it? Do you know? Um, I don't know, but I, I also researched that, and I seen uh, you know Idris Elba. Yes. Yeah. Idris Elba recovered from it also, and his doctor told him that his body created antibodies. And right. then you know, what's this guy, Falco, Falky? Um, I know I'm messing up his name. The, 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 the doctor that's at the press conference, mm. Dr. Falky. Fauci, F- Fauci or something like that. Okay, so Fauci said, well, it's kind of obvious if, uh, it's, if it's a virus and you mm. get it and your, your body creates antibodies because that's what our body does for any right. other virus. So right. this right. shouldn't be any different. Okay, so, this, so pretty much they're not seeing it mutate or anything like that. Well, like, uh, viruses do mutate. This this one is a mutated, like the nineteenth edition, I guess, or whatever. So it is a mutation. Mm-hmm. It is a mutation. So it's already it mutated from from uh, from animals to, to humans. Gotcha. Well, we're animals. We're animals, but from you know wild animals to well, we're wild animals too. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> from bats. 
Yeah. Speak yeah. for yourself. I'm very civilized. I don't know what you're no, talking that, about. That was the, the uh, <laughs> as far as I know how it works. Like, so there's there's influenza and there's coronavirus. There are two different types of viruses, right? Okay. Uh, coron- the difference between the two was always that coronavirus was never able to latch on to humans. Mm. Until SARS happened. Remember SARS in 2004 or whatever, whenever the fuck it is that that happened? SARS is actually a coronavirus. Like okay. it's a, it, it comes from coronavirus. It's not an influenza. It's not a type of flu, right? So gotcha. SARS was the first time that it was able to latch on to human bodies and not just animal bodies, right? And so this, this COVID-19 is like a new mutation of it. Which, like, you know, it's a lot more, it, it can spread a lot more easily than SARS. But it's it's basically SARS. Basically what you had was SARS, you know what I mean? But this one's just like a, another mutation of it. Yeah. Just 19, like first, the 19- there's, there's Ebola. Right, right. There's a mad cow. Right. There's bird flu. I mean, this isn't, this is like, this keeps happening over and over, bro. This ain't right. nothing new. Like, some people think this is new, but it's not. You know, it's definitely not. And and, and every time it, it happens, it comes, you know, they, they try to say it comes from unregulated, unregulated wet, wet markets, which is exotic food markets. I don't believe that. I okay. Know. Okay. I, I believe that this I, was that this was a uh, because, you know, they're always trying. They're always doing research on viruses, man. And there's like there's entire like divisions that are dedicated to like studying fucking ancient viruses. Someone that's that's uh, I don't want to put them out or what, or anything, but someone that it's actually involved in like studying viruses uh, told me that they've been studying uh, viruses that come from glaciers in Antarctica or some shit like that. You know what yeah. I mean? They're These frozen. Are, yeah, this is shit that's happening all over the place. So what what I believe this is without any kind of confirmation or nothing, but I believe that one of these things mutated and just got out. You know, I mean, look how easy it is for this thing to spread all over the world. You, you're why, telling me it couldn't have got out from a lab, you know? Well, why couldn't it come from a bat? It just as easily could come from a bat. I just don't believe that. So it's it's too convenient, man. It's too convenient of a story, you know? I, mean, I don't that's know. A theory. That's a viable theory, I think. You know, definitely. I mean, we... I mean, we I w- go ahead, go ahead, Renee. No, I was just going to say, at what point do you stop questioning things? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, never. never. Right. <laughs> never should. I don't think we ever should stop questioning shit. Yeah. yeah. I think the minute we stop questioning shit, it's like, you be- you might as well fucking bend over and Vaseline yourself, bro. You know? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, there's some things that you, for example, like knowing where it came from, right? Like, what's that good going to do you? Like, you talk about like not worrying, not panicking, and what, what about not even theorizing and just being like, okay, what can I deal with? What's in my control? What's in my power that I need to work around this in that way? You know what I mean? Well, because if, if it was out there that this came from like some lab, then people start poking around in there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And they might discover some other shit that they don't want you to discover. So it's better to just blame it on some random incident. Same thing with AIDS. Mm-hmm. Do we really believe that AIDS came from some guy fucking a monkey in Africa? Uh, that's some good monkey pussy, I'll tell you that much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, humans are, are, are wildly known for fucking animals, you know. But, um, I mean, yeah, that's 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 just, I can't, I, I, I won't buy that either. Like, yeah, I can't buy that one. Why not? You're and No, and you're right. Humans are known, like, have been known for fucking animals. So why didn't AIDS happen way earlier? You know what I'm saying? Like, why did it wait till 1980 to pop up? You know what I'm saying? 
but like like you said these viruses are always developing right so like couldn't they be developing in bats or in monkeys and the monkeys have developed immune immunity to it over the last three decades four decades or whatever and now a human caught it you know from fucking the monkey well i mean look you could be right but the bat thing is a theory just like the monkey thing is a theory because it's not like we've done an interview with the guy that ate the bat that fucking caused the coronavirus right so like we, they've got we should theory. get him on the show i got mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the next that's the next. Funny, that guy yeah right <laughs> that was like the first coronavirus death yeah you know i mean at the end of the day i mean we just gotta like you know what we're doing is sharing information with each other mm-hmm. uh, trying to keep each other calm, being there for each other. Um, me personally, I, you know, um, I'm up here by myself, all my family's down there with you guys, and I didn't want to worry them. So mm-hmm. I felt like I, I waited, I personally waited until I started feeling better and I felt like I was going to beat it. That's when I told like my mom, but my mom's such a G, she was like, oh, you got this. I know you got this. Yeah. And it's like, boom. She was like, all right, you doing this, you doing that. All right, yeah, all right. All right, you sound good. Okay, I'm gonna I'm be, I'm gonna touch. Like she never even like flinched. She never flinches. She's like straight OG gangster. So, mm-hmm. so, and then you know, I told you know, my, you know, and actually this brought me and my sister together. Me and my sister kind of had a little family tiff going on. We weren't really talking. We would see each other and we were kind of like cold to each other. And um, now, bro, we we're up each other's ass right now, like sharing memes, catching up, laughing, calling every hour um and i think that's what we all need to do is like call everybody stay in touch with people uh facetime people share information make sure check on that person that's like on facebook that your friend that's always like posting people dying and 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 you know stats and you know i you know that guy too (laughs) (laughs) apparently they're all on my on my thread <laughs> well, let me tell you, Tropic. Like, I I appreciate what you do, man. Cause and and I be seeing on social media like a lot of people get butt hurt by your approach. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, and this goes back not not just to COVID shit. I mean, like the diet, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But like your approach is is so in your face yeah. that you know th- that that people get a little sensitive about it. You know what I mean? But like, I don't see it that way. Like, I don't see it as a way to like. There's such a big problem out there with the way we take care of our bodies, right? That you need to be loud to get people to listen. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I actually appreciate your approach to that shit, man. Appreciate it. You appreciate it, man. I mean, I feel like I come from, like, the school of, like, you know, uh, Dane Dash, David Goggins, <laughs> um, Pai May, where it's like, oh, <laughs> oh like, this is how it has to go down, dude, because... I mean, that's the way people taught me stuff, and I felt that's the way it, it sticks because, you know, you try to tickle people's balls, that that approach, they don't take you serious, man. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I realized a long time ago, I was like, all right, if I'm going to take this approach, this has to be a hill that I'm willing to die on. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I don't care. I, I lost a lot of people. You know, people um, don't respect me anymore. People don't want to, you know, certain people don't want to talk to me anymore, and I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I'm mm-hmm. totally okay with but that look- Renee can attest to this, right? Like your episodes are the ones that I get the most feedback from. And like, not only the most feedback, but the most passionate feedback. Like we did a, a bento box. I think there was a couple year, a couple of weeks that we couldn't use the, the uh, bento box for some reason it wasn't working. Right. And so we let the messages accumulate 
and there was so there was one episode where we had a mad messages and bro we must have got like four or five messages just that episode about your appearance about your second appearance mm-hmm. on the show okay. and I, don't yeah. know, I think i had sent you the link to like when, yep. when a soup soup came on and yo soup gave like a fucking five minute diatribe about how listening to you like fucking basically made him like reconsider changing his entire diet you know what i mean and like that's awesome because awesome. i met super he's a super dope guy he's cool as hell and and i seen he has a family and you know we it, a lot of us are the head of our households and you know we control the narrative like if if they're eating healthy the rest of the family is going to eat healthy and there's mm-hmm. a rip effect, you know what i'm saying and um i'm tired of people in my family dying sick you know what i'm saying like i'm at that age where i'm seeing them die now i'm seeing them die you know what i'm saying and I'm like, and then I'm looking at the younger ones in my family and I'm like, how am I going to perpetuate that to them? I can't, I can't look at this beautiful baby that shares my DNA and be like, oh, I'm going to feed you crap so that you can die in a painful manner. That That's it's, just not- It's avoidable. It's avoidable too. That's the thing. Like, yeah. the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. It's completely avoidable. And yeah. all we have to do is just, you know, share some information. I was like, all I got to do is share some information with people, bro, I'm in. Like, I'm done, done. Say no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the tough love approach is, is, you know, it may turn some people off, but I feel like the people that it it reaches, it, like, reaches for the long term. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it turns people off so much because, like, even for me right now, like, I'm listening to you guys talk, and, like, part of me feels, like, really guilty because I'm like, yo, these guys eat awesome, and I'm fucking, like, about to go have cereal as soon as we start recording, right? (laughs) With sugar and shit. But my point is, like, you know, a little bit feels guilty, but uh, I I want, like, I appreciate it also. Like, for me, it's like, yeah, keep telling me. Hopefully one day it sticks, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like it is, but um, obviously, you know, feeling like it is and actually doing it are two different things, right? So, I mean, we all got different journeys, though. Like, you know, your journey is your own. Like, right now, and, and I've seen that, like, if you're not ready to transition to a healthier lifestyle, no matter what, who tells you what, shows you what video, does whatever... You're, you're not going to do it. You're not mm. going to for whatever reason. But the information is always going to be there. You know, you got shoddy here. You know what I'm saying? So whenever you need a question, you can, you can bounce it off of him and never, you'll never know. Uh, hopefully you don't wait until, like I did, until something physically was wrong with you. Because that's what most people do. And hopefully right. you do that, you know, catch it early. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and start transitioning early. What does your shirt say? That's what always happens, unfortunately, though. He's is a, a rapper, a plant-based rapper. He's really actually good. He got bars, and uh, he promotes the plant-based lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really fuck with his shit. I fuck with his music. I fuck with his approach. Uh, I, I suggest you guys um, check out his music. Check out his videos. He got videos on YouTube. Uh, he's real popular in the plant-based community. You know what I'm saying? He's all about uh, positivity. And uh, plant-based eating, but he man, he's he's really swaggy though. He's swaggy. He ain't like no no nerd. He ain't no simp. He got some good okay. shit. You know what I'm saying? He got bars. He could rap his ass off. Trust me, he could rap his ass off. I've heard your I've heard your shit too, man. I know oh. that Tropic used to do his thing back in the day too, man. Say what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the days, I used to mess around a little bit, you know. And that's why I know when I hear somebody that can rap, you know, like Shoddy. You know what I'm saying? When I heard Shadi, first time I heard Shadi, I already knew, like, this guy is fucking fire. Like, Appreciate that. Who, yeah. this guy? Shadi? <laughs> this, this old guy? Yeah. I didn't even knew he rapped. 
There was one time that, that I had no idea that, that you rapped, though. And there was one time that uh, when I was living in the basement in, in, in uh, Brooklyn, you came through. Do you remember that shit? I do. I do. I do smoked remember. a blunt in the back, and then we came inside, and you're like, yo, can I play you some shit? I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I thought you were going to play me like a mix or some shit. And you threw on like some shit that you had recorded like back in the day in Miami and shit. Yeah, yeah. I used to be part of a group called Soul yeah. South. Soul South was the name of our rap group. And, uh, yeah, man, back just, too? Hey, go ahead, my bad. Were you Tropic back then too? Yep, yep. I was Tropic. That was my rap name. 1.0. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's and, 1.0. Yeah, yeah, man. And, and I was like, you know, I played you that just because I was kind of curious to see if like, I was like, well, this guy knows bars. He knows rapping. So if, if he thinks that my shit is good, then, he, you know, definitely like, you know, I haven't had an opinion on like, the way I rapped in like years, so I was just curious. I was like, "Yeah, I wonder if he, if Shotty thinks this is this is like you know some lyrical shit." You know? Did he What's pay it? attention at all, or? <laughs> yeah, he, he was just daydreaming. Was he on his phone? Like, what was he doing? <laughs> nah, it was actually fire, bro. It was actually fire for sure. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Are you, bro. Still, are you still DJing? Um, I DJ now mainly for love. Uh, I hadn't been DJing for gigs because uh, I had lost my residency. Um, because of the fact that uh, we were getting too many uh, uh, sound complaints. I mean, the, parties were, the party was jumping. And um, uh, you know how Brooklyn is. It's not the real Brooklyn anymore. So, mm -hmm. you know, this, the Department of uh, Buildings came and gave the venue a ticket, sound complaint ticket. So the owner, she was like, man, I'm sorry, I got I to gotta stop. She stopped all DJs from playing there. And uh, after I lost that, I kind of lost my, I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to take a break. I want to take a break. I'm just and now. I just practice at home. I still practice. I actually practice today. Yeah. Live stream it. I'm gonna probably do it live. It's just that that's sat so saturated right now. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. So, so play, like, play only plant based tracks. Then you'll have a more niche market. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I'll probably do one. You know, when it starts to die down a little bit, because right now, I mean, like, who are you gonna listen to? You're gonna listen to uh, D Nice or Quest Love or me? You know what I'm saying? Like me, you. <laughs> but listen let me just uh let the uh i'll leave it to the people that are like all the thousands thousands of people who are doing that right now i'll leave that to them and i'll focus on like this plant-based shit and you know i'm, I'm kind of having more you know getting more fulfillment out of helping people transition like i spend a lot of my days now answering text messages returning phone calls like i tell people all the time like you can call me whenever you can text me if you have a question on what I did, what I eat, what I use, you know what I'm saying? I'm here, I'm like a uh, 24 hour, like, you know, what's, what's it, what do you call that shit? Uh, when you call in service, when you need help, uh, what do you call that? <laughs> India. Is, yeah, basically that, that just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, I was gonna tell you, I, you know what would be helpful for me is like, if maybe you could do like a menu, a daily, like here's what I'm eating everyday type of thing you know because that's i think one of the biggest struggles for me is imagining what to eat it's like okay right now i'll have like a turkey burger like i have like you know your staples that you eat on a regular basis or whatnot but for me to imagine all plant-based diet all i can think of is like you know just all i see is spinach in my head you know what i mean like and, and that's common that's common yeah. it's very common for people not to know what to eat because, I mean, how can you know what to eat if, you know, you're eating a certain way? So mm -hmm. you got to start researching and immersing yourself, you know what I'm saying, into, into this lifestyle 
for it to, to, to take, you know what I mean? For you mm. to start realizing. And if you really think about it, there's only like what, like three or four type of meats. And now I mean everybody eats off three or four of those type of meats. Um, right. You know, now um, there's way more variety when you eat plant-based. There's way more types of plants and fruits than there is meats and like uh, hybridized grains. Like most people just eat rice, beans, and like different meats and, mm. and maybe seafood. And that's it. Like, you know, you know, you throw in like all the different uh, carbs and, you know, some like mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. Uh, but most people don't have a, ver a big variety in their diet. You know, true. now I eat way more. I mean, when you just think about there's like hundreds of types of mushrooms, you know, mm -hmm. what I'm saying it's right there. There's like so many types. There isn't hundreds of types of meats that people yeah. eat, but right. there's hundreds of types of mushrooms that you can you could choose from. You know, you don't have to eat. Uh, portobello every day. You don't have to eat crimney every day. You know what I'm saying? You could have oyster mushroom. You could have uh, king trumpet. You could have uh, hen of the sea. I mean, hen of the woods. Um, I mean, there's just, uh, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, there's mm -hmm. just so many different types of fruits, vegetables. Like, I'm still trying shit that I'm, um, you know, that I never tried before, that I'm still expanding my, my menu. I don't think it ever stops expanding when you eat this way. You're always learning, like, new recipes, new foods. Um, uh, for me, it's so fulfilling to eat this way. You know what I'm saying? Like before I, I used to be so boring, man. I ate all this pizza, burger, right. you know, crap over and over and over and over. It's like, right. bro, you know, like I'm, I'm done with that. Oh, your shit fancy now, bro. Oh, man. Yeah. Your fucking shits be looking like restaurant dishes, bro. Shit looking fancy. Oh, man. I mean, let, it's, let me ask you, Tropic, like, I, and I know you're 100% plant-based, right? And, and you know kind of referring back to what you were saying before about like how the cows those aren't even like real animals that would happen in nature right so how do you feel about game meats as opposed I'm, to I'm as opposed to like the other shit you know not against wild game i'm not against wild game if you're gonna eat meat that's the only meat i would suggest eating is wild game elk and, that that type of shit yeah elk and uh what else um uh um yeah, bison, but not even certain type of bison is farmed nowadays. But um, raccoon. <laughs> I mean, if if that's what you want, the wild animals, why it's natural, probably don't taste good. No, you know? okay, I don't know. But so, but your shit ain't so much about like animal preservation. It's more about like what 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 uh, fuels your body the most efficiently. Consciously eating, eating conscious. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, I, I'm definitely um, I'm for the animals. You know what I'm saying? But even people that 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 uh, hunt animals to eat, they know if they can't overhunt it, right? They, they'd be able to eat, so they respect the animal. So even those people respect, you know, what they're eating. You know, what I'm saying what they're putting into their body. They're not gonna be like, you know, the people who I see people on Facebook try to um, trying to make fun of uh, like like uh, people who eat, you know, exotic animals. And I'm like, bro, you're eating like mutant chicken. You know, right. that chicken sure. only beak you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. like it, it, it grew in a cage it didn't it wasn't even raised it grew in a cage without a beak and, and you're eating that but you're making fun of a guy who, who wants to eat you know some exotic animal you're right you're right along with them you know yeah. what i'm saying and the right. cow the cows the ones that they, they eat have holes in their body so that the farmers can stick their hands inside them anytime and check inside their stomachs like that's not natural at all that's disgusting that's yeah. disgusting dude i didn't know that that's gross as hell Man, yeah, you do research. I mean, like, it, it, it blows my mind that 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 we that we used to, and I, me including, because I used to be the same way. I've been on both sides of the fence. That we 
would eat things without knowing where they came from and like how they were being like made and processed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's part of the culture. And, and if we change this culture, you know, we can, you know, we can start the, the paradigm shift. You know what I mean? Start mm. getting, you know, working in our favor instead of, you know, playing by this game that, you know, we're meant to lose. You know what I'm right. saying? Shoot one fucking elk and you'll eat for like most of the year off that shit, bro. You freeze all the fucking meat and you could literally eat for most of the year off that shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and you don't even have to be a hunter. I mean, there's places where you can order and buy wild game if you really want to. If you really want some, you don't, you yeah. know. But you can like, have it shipped to you. You've seen how uh, Joe Rogan uh, hunts his uh, right. food himself and he says that it lasts for a long time for him and his family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He gives it out to his friends, like, you know, and he just keeps it in a, he's got one of these like, big ass freezers and shit, just keeps a bunch of fucking meat in there. Ronda yeah. Rousey does the same thing. Yeah, I saw her videos. I saw her videos. She, got, she lives on like a farm, right? Yeah, she she's got a farm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean. My problem would be skinning the animals. I would, I don't know if I could do that shit. I'm a city boy. Okay. Well, you don't have, you could just order it, like, you know, like we said, you order it and, uh, and, and do it that way, freeze it. And, and then whenever you got the urge, you know, you guys, you guys think you could skin an elk though? No problem, because you guys didn't flinch. You're like, yeah, I'll skin an elk. <laughs> As current like Dre that came up living in big cities, no. But I'm sure if, <laughs> you know, if I had enough time, I could get adjusted to it. But me right now, like, can I skin a fucking animal? Nah, bro. Like, I watched, you know, I, like I kind of, I wouldn't say I grew up on a farm, right? Like, but my grandfather on my dad's side had a farm in DR. And shit like that. So, like, I was very familiar with the farm when I was a kid. Dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was there a lot of the time, right? Okay. So, like, I've seen pigs get slaughtered. And even, like, shooting the documentaries in, in Cuba and shit, like, I had to watch. I had to film, like, a pig being slaughtered and shit like that. And that shit made me a little squeamish, bro. I'm not going to front. And I had, and I mean, I, I have to look at it. I'm literally filming the shit. It's my job. You know what I'm saying? Right. I had to be closing up on that shit, like seeing the blood spurt out, that, that shit, that, you know, that pig fucking squealing super loud. I got a little squeamish. I'm not going to front, you know? It hits different when you have to kill the animal that you got to eat. It hits a little different, you know what I'm saying? Imagine right. if everybody had to do that, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And, and that's why they don't show you the slaughter process because they know a lot of people be turned off and maybe yeah. not, not buy their product. Yeah. There'd be a lot more vegetarians if we had to all kill our own food. Oh, Tro man. <laughs> Tropic, um, what kind of effect do you think this pandemic is going to have on you being able to find local food? Do you think it's going to help, hurt? Um, what's your thought on that? You brought that up. Um, during, during this pandemic, um, one of my go-to places to get food, okay, so since I'm in the epicenter, everything is, is shut. Everything is closed around here. We got one supermarket in our neighborhood that's pretty much open, you know what I'm saying, to us, and it's low on supplies. So I've been lucky that my local, uh, we call it a uh, uh, fruit uh, cart, you know, the guy with the fruit cart with the vegetable stuff, he, that, that has been a lifesaver. While I was sick, I was able to go over to that guy, get oranges, uh, get limes for my tea. Uh, uh, I've been able to, I was able to buy bananas. Uh, um, I was able to buy food to eat, you know what I'm saying? After I broke my fast, I, after I did that three-day fast, um, I was hungry, and I went to him, and I, I started eating. I, I was able to get foods because um, I felt a little too weak uh, on my first day. After the flu broke, I, was, I felt a little too weak to wait in line at the supermarket, and I didn't really want to put people 
at risk of contamination also. Mm -hmm. So fruit cart is outside. You know, I was able to walk up when nobody was around, buy my fruits and, and go back home and nurse myself. You know what I'm saying? So so um, is it is it affecting the way I eat? It, it hasn't really affected because everyone's buying up meat and bull crap. That's a good know? that's a good point. Yeah. You know, I go to the supermarket and there's plenty of fruits and vegetables available. And that's all I eat. So it hasn't affected me. But when I walk by the meat section, I seen that shit looking very scarce. Mm -hmm. you know? Seen that shit looking very scarce. All the um the um the literally all the processed sugar was gone. All the bags of domino sugar was gone. But then I walked over and I was very easily able to grab me a bottle of agave. A bottle of agave so easily. There was tons of agave available, but nobody's buying that. So it's, it hasn't really affected. The only way it did affect, though, um, the mom and pop health food stores um, have closed down. And I haven't mm. been able to go to them. And those where I get a little bit more specialty items, you know, if I want to get like vegan cookies and you know, or just more, you know, uh, niche items um, that, you know, but it's whatever for me. I don't need that. Like, I just stick to like, you know, the basics for now until that, that opens back up. Mm -hmm. But I'm thank God surprised that the health food stores would be closed. What's that? Oh, shout out to the fruit guy. Real shit. <laughs> I'm, that's what you were saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Fruit guy, he saved my life, man. He had the oranges on deck. I mean, how was I going to be able to do my, uh, my steaming, you know? Yeah. I wasn't able to. And um, I was just eating the fruits too. I mean, that shit, you know, uh, when you when you got nausea, bananas are very helpful when you when you're dealing with nausea. Yeah. You know. So yeah, interesting. The, yeah, the banana was definitely something. I was nibbling on bananas. It was helping to open up my my appetite again. You know, mangoes. I was able to get mangoes, bro. And it was you know the fruit guy was a lifesaver because if that guy wasn't there, I don't know where I was gonna get anything from around here. Everything is closed. It's a, it's a ghost town around here. Right. Well, that was my next shit, like being in New York, right? Like, t tell us a little bit what it's like right now. Like, I mean, are you leaving your house at all or are you kind of just staying indoors? Um, I leave my house a couple times a day to stretch. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm following the, 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 the guidelines where it says, like, stay at least six feet away from people. And it's been pretty easy because for the most part, people aren't, you know, people are staying home. You know, they, you know, I see people getting out of stretch and they're, they're you know, um, they're uh, giving everyone space. Um, uh, people aren't wilding out here. They they gotten past that point. They're 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 scared as hell and they're staying home. And um, so you know, um, I only leave for that. I'm not, I'm not I'm one of those guys where I'm like going out just to like see see what's going on. I already did that. I seen that. Okay, everything's fucked up. I don't need to, mm -hmm. you know, point anymore to anybody. Um, yeah, so. For the most part, it's, 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 you know, everyone's just doing the shelter in place. Um, uh, there's a lot of sick people too, bro. You know, there's a lot of sick people. They, they're not, they're not testing everyone. So I don't know how accurate those numbers they're showing, like this many sick people, this many infected, this, you know, I don't know how accurate that is because a lot of people aren't even getting tested. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I've been going up to stretch my legs, get some fresh air, and uh, that's about it, though. Like, I don't stay out long, you know, not even, like, I'm not even out there an hour. It, the weather's been kind of crappy, too, so I've been taking advantage of that little, like, hour, 30, 30 minutes throughout the day where the sun creeps out, and and then I'm right back in the in the crib, you know, sitting yeah. on my hands like one else. Right. Yeah. You've yeah. been uh, keeping up a fitness routine? 
yeah, I started working out again, like uh, how you know, just doing calisthenics. Uh, it feels good though because I have I have the strength, you know what I'm saying. Um, as far as that, one of the symptoms was shortness of breath. I didn't. I only felt that like around once or, or one or two days. Mm-hmm. Shortness of breath, you know, and uh, but um, my I got my breath back. I'm doing pretty good, you know. I was working out today, you know, and I, I'm. I felt like, you know, I didn't feel tired. You know, I went for a walk. I came back. I do like those brisk walks and I didn't feel, I didn't feel winded, you know. Um, but definitely one or two days, I noticed like my mom would call me and I, it took an effort to like, when you know, when you make the breath to speak, I, I noticed I, instead of like it feeling like second nature, it kind of felt like I had to, you know, force, yeah. you know, that was like, whoa, that kind of caught me off guard, you know. But uh, yeah, that went away quick. And I think one of the craziest things was losing your, I've never lost my sense of smell and taste in my life. Wow. So, oh, that's, real. so that's real then. Oh, that's real. That's real, dude. Like, I couldn't taste anything. Like, it was like a blank. It was muted. Like, somebody, wow. like, I, it was kind of odd. It was It was a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I think that was, it was a little disheartening, too, because you're like, oh, shit. Like, what's happening with me? But I, f- I feel like uh, meditating and breathing techniques really would, was centering me to not freak out about that, you know? Mm-hmm was like, all right, all right, I can't taste anything. I can't fucking smell anything. Let me just chill out, meditate. And then I kept reading and it kept saying that it was going to come back. And it was kind of weird because it came back like a fucking, like a fucking runaway train. Mm-hmm. I, I was, sudden, everything tasted good as fuck. <laughs> and I could just boom, like smell everything and taste everything. And uh, I was like, oh shit. Like it, it, I remember it hit me kind of hard in the supermarket. You know how they make those rotisserie chickens? Yeah. So they were making like garlic ones. And as soon as I was able to get into the supermarket, because I had to wait like two hours just to get in the supermarkets, they have everybody standing in these lines that are like uh, way longer than they they seem because everyone's six feet apart. So the line went around the whole block. And by the time I got in, when I got in there, I walked in, I just like walked in like whatever. And then boom, it was like somebody hit me with a a sack of of nickels in the face. Garlic. (laughs) right to the face and i was like oh shit okay and i was like all right all right i can smell again i can smell <laughs> you know it's, it's good to hear that you know new york is at least being considerate like the people are being considerate about like being six feet apart and kind of like staying away from each other and shit and like i don't feel like you know like miami gets it that much you know what i, I mean? think we get it like in to my building for extent to a certain extent. Yeah. yeah. My building, for example, like we're not like there was no notice posted or anything like that. But everyone kind of knows not to get in the elevator when there's someone already in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like people are giving themselves the distance like cordially, you know, like on the sidewalk. Like I walk my dog and people will go like on the, you know, further in. They won't walk right past me on the sidewalk or I'll do the same for them, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think you're fucking my, my bad to cut you off. But like the homie called me. I ain't going to say who it is, man. But the homie called me like three, three, four nights ago talking about, yo, what's up, man? So like, what are you up to? And I'm just like, no, nah, I'm just, you know, over here chilling, watching fucking Westworld and shit. Yeah. So there was like a silence on the phone. So I was like passing by your house. Like I'm right by your crib. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah, cool. Like he, didn't going. Want to say it. he didn't want to say it though. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm right by your crib. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to, you know. See what see what's up. What what are you up to? I'm like, yeah, now nah, I'm just gonna keep watching Westworld, champ. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, yeah, that's the best thing because, like, at the end of the day, like, I mean, none of us are specialists. Like, we don't know this, I, especially at the time. At that time, you didn't know the severity of it. Right. So it's 
you know, dude, let me just, you know, shelter in place like everybody else. And then, you know, when more information comes out and like we know it's, it's starting to like, you know, chill out and shit's getting back to normal then. But yeah, I feel I know what you meant by that comment. Like people are kind of like not everyone's taking it as serious. Yeah, right. And I think that's what as a misconception that people think I wasn't taking it serious by making that video. And that wasn't my intention. My intention was that that to not panic, like not panic, like let's let's stay. Let's we make better decisions when we don't panic. Yeah. You know, let's so have perspective, you know, yeah. I'm glad you guys aren't panicking because I'm on the panic train myself, right? Like I'm literally Lysol wiping down the dog after every walk and shit, you know, like so. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, they got to me. You know? It don't work that way. Your dog's not going to just get it from, like, the air. But maybe like, he's oh. carrying it in his fur or something. So I'm just wiping him down real quick, you know? Do just people pet your dog when you go outside? No, but he rubs up against, like, doors and shit like that, you know? Like, as he's walking through. He's kind of clumsy. It I mean, feels like we're living in a sci-fi movie, dude. It really does, man. Seriously, yeah, yeah. What's up with homie that you took a picture of the other day? Uh, who? Who, wait, oh, yeah, that guy? Yeah, I had no idea what that guy is, but it, I was, I'm super curious as to what his deal was, and I was down to be his sidekick. <laughs> Yo, homie was dressed in all black, black boots. Did he have a cape on? He did have a cape. He, he had a cape, cape, black mask, black gloves. Is it a trench coat or a cape? It's hard to tell in the picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. It was the picture from far, so. I wasn't right up on him, but he had like goggles. He looked like, like you know what he looked like? He looked exactly like Spider-Man Noir, but without the hat. Gotcha. He looked exactly like Spider. Check out my uh, Instagram uh, story. I believe it's still there. Yeah. Still there. Yeah. Still the uh, the video of you going to the hospital on your story. Uh, no, nah, it already. You know how after a day it it, it switches over. I think you yeah. can go to the archive. Okay. And keep, and keep refreshing that shit. You know what I mean? I think it's important for, or, or I think there's a way to, that you can like paste it to your page too, on your it's Instagram. Page. A lot of traction on Facebook though, bro. A lot. Like you can actually see the views. Yeah. On Facebook, and then like people are sharing it because I made it public, and a lot of people are sharing it. So I kind of, I kind of dig that. That you know, it's 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 making the rounds, and it's you know maybe helping to calm a few people down a little bit. And if not, if it's not calming people down, it's making people think at least. Yeah. It's making people think. And that that was the point of it. The point of it wasn't to try to marginalize anyone that's lost any life to this. It wasn't of to course. try it wasn't trying to marginalize what the people inside that hospital are doing at all. Because I totally respect what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? They're putting themselves on the line of, of getting infected, you know, to, to help treat people. And, yeah. I, and I respect that. And I'm not trying to marginalize. I, want, I don't want to be more. I want to be so clear about that because uh, people uh, are taking my video and using it for their own narrative. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're like, oh, 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 this guy, this guy is making fun of people. Oh, oh this guy is like, wait, 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 pump your brakes, bro. That's not my intention. You know right. what I'm saying? And, and it's like instead of instead of just trying to figure out and watching the video, they probably watched like the first two minutes and they're already like, oh, you know, this guy is, is full of shit. You know? Yeah, they made up the, the narrative in their own head after watching the headline, you know, whatever. So that's why I keep repeating myself, you know what I'm saying? Much respect to the people out there, you know, that's doing what they got to do to keep, you know, like basically like, you know, the the, the minimum, like the lights on, so to speak, you know what I'm saying? For society, and, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, you know, without them, this shit would even be a worse situation. Mm-hmm.
You know what I mean? So, you know, I totally respect them and I'm not trying to martyr. I, I, my beef is with the media. Yeah. My beef is with the media. They admitted to using um, images from Italy, like I think today or yesterday. In New York, right? In New York, yeah. Like portraying it as New York right. hospitals or whatever. And somebody caught it. So let me ask you a question. What, how, how was that helping us by them doing that? It's not helping them. It's helping them get clicks, which means that it's going to help them sell advertisements. That's literally all it means. Well, yeah. And in a time like this, you're telling me the more it's more important to sell advertising and to keep us, you know, properly informed, bro. Yeah, right. That's that's you know what I'm saying that's foul, dude. That's why. Yeah. That's why I was like, you know what? Somebody has to call these people out, man. Somebody has to call these people out because um, it's it's not fair to people, especially people in my situation who are in, in this, like dealing with this, man, like old people, people, you know, with handicaps, like they're dealing, that, that's, that's making, like their life was already tough. And now you're going to make it even worse just so you can sell advertising. And, and yeah, to, to get, to stick on that, the journalism thing, right? Like this is the problem. And, and I'm a fucking capitalist, dude. I'm not one of these guys. That's like a hard left fucking socialist communist guys. I'm, I'm actually a capitalist. I actually think capitalism works. You know? so, yeah. But, but here's the thing. I've always said that like education, um, medicine and journalism are the three things where capitalism doesn't work. And, That's a great and, point. Especially in journalism, dude, right? Because, like, their motivation is not to tell us the truth. It's not. No. It's to sell fucking ads, bro. To please the sponsor and the owners. Yeah. So that journalism will never work in a capitalist model. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a as much as I'm, a, you know, a proponent of capitalism, and I, I honestly do believe that capitalism, that a lot of the great things in the world, like, you know, happen because of capitalism. Also, a bunch of bad things happen too. You know what I'm saying? But we could say the same thing about socialism. All right. Right. You know, everything probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I guess the point that I'm making is like, I probably wouldn't be against a version of journalism that maybe strayed away from the Catholic, from the Catholic, from the capitalist system. You know what I mean? Like, make the motivation, the motivation needs to be to report the truth. Mm -hmm. Motivation cannot be to make money. That's because we're yeah. not going to get the truth. We're going to get was the most sensationalist. And there was journalistic integrity, you know, for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, um, there, even though capitalism was still behind it, like journalists maintained their integrity for a very long time. And I think it's probably in the last 20, 30 years, 40 years that media was bought out, you know, pretty much. Yeah, that sucks, man. That sucks. That sucks for us because now we just get all this, you know, um, fear mongering. Basically, that's the word I, like I've been using over and over. Like they're fear mongering us. Um, they're taking advantage of, of people that are, you know, that don't have information. Me, me being one of them. Like I don't have. I, like I, I used to use the media for information. Now I kind of look at it and I just take it with a grain of salt of what they're mm -hmm. saying there right now. Like all these numbers that they're throwing up. Like. You know, this many numbers, like, how do we know they're not trumping up the numbers or, or even lowering them? What if the numbers are even higher than what there's, you know, like, we don't even know, you know? Right. And, and they wouldn't be the types to say that, you know, hey, this isn't uh, an exact number. They never say that. They never say that this number is a guesstimate or, you know, this this isn't, you know, 100%. This is just what we, we're guessing right now. And here's the thing. Even if the number is accurate, 
like if there's a, a certain number, a certain statistic, you and I can have a completely different narrative on that one statistic. Because that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of times, it's, it's not that the numbers are fake. It's how they take that number and spin it into the story that fits their narrative. You know what right. I mean? And we can do that right now. I mean, that's literally how, like, scientific research works. You do the research, you get the fucking uh, the facts, and then you have to, like, interpret those facts. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, the facts don't tell you what it all means. You got to piece it together yourself. So a lot of these people are, like, taking these numbers. Oh, that, you know... Uh, a million people are infected and like and like you said tropic like they won't tell you that you know there's a 80 percent chance that you won't even have fucking symptoms you know what i mean they won't tell you that shit you know yeah. but those numbers are out there too yeah 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 so i mean we just i think like what we're doing is really important like having these conversations so you know that we can switch information because like what they're supposed to be doing which is keeping us informed isn't isn't the case so i guess it falls upon you know people like us who who really want to try to help other people stay informed or and, and just not panic like 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 you know okay maybe i can't inform you but maybe you know i can share some information that won't won't, won't cause you alarm so that you can make the best decision for yourself and for your families yeah i'm trying to do i'm trying to take a page out of their book and like kind of look past the situation and start to set some things up, whatever I can. I mean, right now, I mean, not to sound opportunistic, but if you're into investing, if you're into buying property or whatever, it's kind of a good time to do it, right? Because everything's going to go down. I mean, technically, we're already in a recession, right? So um, I just think that I'm trying to do the same thing for me and my family, which is to kind of look at the playing field in, in a larger scope and say, okay, I can't stop them from manipulating this time or doing this or doing that, but how can I flip flip it on them? You know, kind of play beat them at their own game and say, I'm gonna set my I'm gonna use this time to set myself up for future prop gain, you know, in some way. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, yeah. trying to make sure that you're okay. I mean, like we live in a financial world where you money you takes it takes money to live in this world. So there's nothing wrong with you trying to just, you know, uh, switch gears, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? To make sure that, you know, that you ensure that you still got income coming in. There's nothing that's totally fine, I think, in my book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. There's a lot of ways where you can, like, also look at this thing that's happening in a positive light, too. I think we talked about this a little bit in the last episode. It's like the planet's kind of taking a little breather right now. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think um, everyone's going to go back to an office. That's another kind of benefit, too. For, for the employee because I think offices, this is kind of like a uh, forced experiment for them to see like, hey, we can save money on office space and parking spaces and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and these people can work from home and be just as productive. So I think for for the single parent or for you know people with multiple kids that are barely making it and can't afford babysitter, this could end up being a, a positive thing in the end, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we got to try to take the, the any positives we can from this right now, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, this shit's a really fucked up situation. Um, and uh, just thinking negative, that ain't going to fucking help anything. No, that's never, that, that never helps anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like the thing to do is to readjust and, and, and be positive and keep it moving forward. Yeah, I like to think of myself as a skeptical optimist, you know, because I'm definitely not a pessimist. I don't think I want the worst, you know what I mean? But I, I'm an optimist who questions things. But yeah. you know, as much as I question shit, and that's where, like, you and I disagree a little bit, Renee. It's like, 
I don't let it like I don't lose sleep at night over the shit. You know right. what I mean? Because I'm questioning the shit don't mean that I'm really like letting it like, you know, like I'm sweating that shit and letting yeah. that shit affect my everyday life. Like, bro, I'm making the best of this shit. You know, I'm, I, I'm one step behind you. Like, I don't even question it. Like, for me, it's like they told me, like, stay home. I, I mean, I've seen the numbers and and kind of a page from Tropics book. Like, it doesn't I'm not panicking. I'm not like, oh, shit, I'm going to die, you know, whatever. But I'm just like, OK, stay home. You tell me to stay home, stay home. You know what I mean? Tell me not to go outside to go outside. Like, I don't question it because what the fuck am I going to do? Go against the army. You know what I mean? Like, I have to just kind of abide. I've already accepted that I have to abide by whatever is going on out there. But my thing is to work within the system to try to break free of the system eventually, or maybe generations from now, your family can break free from it. Like, it's not even going to be me, I, I don't think, that's able to break free. But I think the way to do that is through finance. And I think you can start setting things up for your kids and your kids' kids, et cetera, you know? I mean, um, some of us, you know, we're, we're curious by nature, though. Like, I'm I'm curious. So, like, I question things. I want to know. I want to know mm -hmm. why. I like to know how things work. I want to know why they work that way. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't, I don't want you to um, piss on me and call it rain. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like that's what that's what they're doing to us right now. You know. Mm -hmm. So the more you do that, the more I'm gonna like question. Like, wait, okay, so why are you pissing on me and calling it rain? Because what what are you getting out of this? And mm -hmm. and right. and how can I how can I deflect it? And let me get an umbrella because. You know this shit ain't this shit ain't cool. You know, you guys are like the last of the star, like the rebellion in Star Wars. You know how they were down to like just like ten people or some shit. That's you guys, like you know, like it. You know, the Empire took over, guys. <laughs> there ain't a lot of real ones left, man. We live in no. the Empire. We live. We live in the Empire. We live in the evil Empire, bro. Yes, I know. I'm straight up wearing like a stormtrooper outfit right now. I mean, <laughs> comes out like walks out. He, you should hear the bum 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 You should hear that shit in the background and shit. You know, man, it sucks, man. It sucks because like we like to think of ourselves as the, the good guys, right? Yeah. But, oh shit, bro. We're not. We're definitely not the good guys, man. I give a lot of credit to like the fact, like good. All the fucking crazy conspiracy books that I read as a kid, right? This one included. Yeah, that the famous. <laughs> even though there's a lot of truth in that book, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, even if like the shit is all fake, it almost doesn't matter because it has the effect of opening up your mind. And like, mm -hmm. I give a lot of credit to those books for helping to open up my mind, even though those weren't necessarily the facts. But like, it at least put me on this journey to always look for like the the hidden fact that they're not telling us what are they not telling us you know what i mean so yeah. like again it's like one of those things like when you tell a little kid like a white lie in order for him to like learn a lesson right you know what i mean yeah like yeah. Tell him, like like uh there's this analogy of always treat a gun as if it was fully loaded anytime you handle a gun always treat it as if it's fully loaded even though it's not so like essentially you're telling us yourself a lie in order to for self-preservation right right and, and it's kind of the same way that i feel about conspiracy theories in general right like they may not all be true but the act of like reading it means that you're searching for a deeper meaning so it ultimately has a benefit you know i like that i like that yeah yeah i agree that it has a benefit i think you know we need the rebellion without it you know luke would have died but my point is <laughs> you know that 
I'm just not. I'm I'm the guy that's like building the Death Star. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, and and getting a fat check from it and being like yo, it's the end of days. Like I'm gonna fucking enjoy my time off when I'm not building the Death Star. You know. Just look at it like this though. Um, you're also building in that piece of the Death Star that caused it to blow up because the guy designed it in there also. So Rogue yo, One, Rogue One Star was ill, bro. Rogue yeah. One was. Yeah, best Star Wars movie, right? Basically. Yeah, yeah best, best Star Wars. I think it might be like literally the best Star Wars movie. You know what it, I mean? I can't think of, you know, I, I like, there's ones that are maybe as entertaining, but we're near as good. Yeah. It, I found, I found, you know, I find Empire Strikes Back entertaining, you know, but man, is it like Rogue One level, like writing and acting? Hell no. No. Rogue a great movie, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was the best. I mean, the dude that the dude that would say, um, "I'm one with the force. The force is one with me." Over and over, no, that guy killed his role, bro. Yeah, droid too. The droid in that movie was like one of my favorite droids, man. Oh yeah, a droid. That droid was dope. Droid yeah, was that purpose, bro. That's K one of my favorite droids in any. Uh, K two or uh, K two, right? That was the name of the droids. Yeah, yeah. K two, yeah, yeah. That droid was awesome, man. That was dude. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, I yeah. see the I see the old dirty pillow that you got there. Have you did you watch the Wu Tang show on Hulu? I did watch the Wu Tang show. I did. I did. It wasn't as good as I I, I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. I mean, entertaining, but you know, eh. I mean, because it was just it was way too fake, way too fake. Like I didn't know they were gonna make it like that loosely based. Right. It was super loosely based, like you know, like like uh, Raekwon shooting up Ghostface house in the first episode. Like, I wait, keep, yo, I keep fucking referencing that. Like, I'm watching it with Sophia, right? And I keep coming back to that. Like, really, they're gonna have Raekwon shoot Ghostface fucking crib up? Like, yeah, come on, yeah. man. And, and, and you know, it was okay though. It was okay. I, I, I mean, I found it entertaining, but I thought it was the too loosely based. I thought it was gonna be a little bit more biopic, mm. you know? Right. Right, but right, right. turned out that it's, you know, they're just, you know, having fun. Hollywood. Yeah, they're Hollywooding it up. And I, I respect that. You know, get your money. You know, I, I watched it. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to watch the next season if there is one, you know. And one more thing, the actors aren't, the rapper actors aren't the best. Yo, the dude that plays Rizzo, man, like, maybe he's a good actor in some other roles, you know. But, like, I just don't like the way he's playing the Rizzo, man. I don't like it. I don't. I don't really see how. Like, I don't really see like, like, like. For me, the ODB is the best actor. Awesome. He's awesome, man. That guy's the is, best. And, and is Dave, that ODB's son? No. No, no. no that's just actor. Uh -huh. Yeah. Dave uh -huh. East is the best actor either. You know. Nah. Dave, he met the man. No. I don't think his chops are are there. You the know? dude that plays Raekwon is good. He's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Sh Shamir Moore, right? Yeah, but the guy that plays Ghostface, no thanks, man. Shamir Moore, isn't he like 50? No. no, that was the guy that was, you know, did the voice. He also did the voice for Spider-Verse for uh, Miles oh, Morales. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, I, I might be butchering his name, but I think that's his name, Shamir Moore. Yeah, yeah, he's he's dope actor. That guy got chops. Yeah, the show is, it's like keeping me on the show. Like, I'm going to finish it. I'm already on like seven or eight like episode seven or eight so you know it's got 10 episodes i'm gonna finish so at least it kept me all the way through but man it's like some of the writing is really bad bro and the acting too and you know and you know one thing that bothers me is like i don't buy 
their New York accents. Like they don't do the nineties New York only a few of them do, you know what I mean? But some of them, a lot of them don't, you know, and like without that, that's you're taking away the very essence of Wu Tang, yo. You gotta you know? give me an example because I don't know what you're referring to. Like the way they say sun sounds mad fake, yo. It no, don't but how sound... would you say it? How would how would you say it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fucking I'm not from New York, bro. <laughs> Remember, I remember the '90s. I was there. <laughs> I, I remember how New Yorkers like they they used to overemphasize, like "Yeah, son," and like it was like "Yeah, you know, son." Yeah, everything was like overemphasized, and, and they yeah. don't really overemphasize as much yeah. as they should, you know. And yeah. and that's just the way things were. Like everything was exaggerated. Everything was extreme in the '90s. You know, we mm -hmm. we over exaggerated everything, and and I don't know, maybe that that the director's not, you know directing them the right way to like overemphasize yeah. the stuff that they should but uh, he's 22 <laughs> i'll tell you what though the last episode that i saw i was blown away by the directing though like blown away so do you remember the episode where they're on tour where riz is on tour yes yes so that episode is split up into five chapters right and mm -hmm. each chapter is just a one shot like no cuts nice. oh I, I didn't notice that yeah, I, I, I peeped it on the second one. I was like, on the second chapter, I was like, bro, are these things all one shot? Because I just noticed, like, there was no cuts, and it, and the, and it was steady cam. Because when he's in, the, like, the concert venue, that whole yes. thing, yes, you're right, you're right. Like, Not when you go to the yeah. radio studio to do the interview, that shit's all one shot. And then when he does the record signing, that's all one shot. Bro, that's the directing was fucking top notch in that episode. Mm -hmm. Like that one, I'll probably watch again just for the technical aspects of it. It was that good. While we're on the subject of uh, rapper shows, I I'd like to plug uh, the show Dave. By Lil yes. Dave by Lil Diggy. That show has good directing, acting, writing. I gotta get uh, on, bro. Surprisingly, bro. surprisingly. And the latest episode kind of blew my mind because the, the show comes off as a comedy, mm -hmm. but it's deep. Yes. It's, you know what? I, I, I tweeted. I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I tweeted that the show Dave reminds me of the white version of a white version of the show ATL. So if you mm. ever yell, um, it kind of reminds me of that show. But and I mean that in a good way. I'm not calling it like the white version of something trying to diss it. I'm just saying because it's mainly, you know, it's, it's the uh, Caucasian lead and there's a lot of white actors in Dave's show. So that's what I'm saying. But it has like a lot of weird, quirky, it has like obscure writing, but it's 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 good. And yeah. You guys, if you're not watching that, you watching that, Renee? I am. And um, I love how they like lightly touch on like these like racial issues when it comes to like white rappers like they touch on uh, cultural appropriation. They touch on like, you know, rappers and how seriously they take themselves. You know what I mean? Like it's and it's all like, like really tastefully done. Like I agree with you that, you know, it comes off like it's going to be a comedy, but then it gets deep, but not so deep that it's not a comedy anymore. It's still a comedy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it just touches on these things just enough to make you think, you know, and like, yeah, man, I'm, I think that's one of the breakout shows for sure. I really like it. Nice. Yeah, man. And little Dicky, he can rap, dog. He can rap. Like Absolutely. rap. He could rap yeah. rap. He yeah. could rap rap. Yeah. Like like I I I like I, I like his raps. I don't really like his songs because you know it's just comedy rap. And right. it's 
touches on that in the show. Like, um, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but there is one guy that, like, a fan, he's doing a meet and greet, and a fan goes, you know, he goes, yeah, yeah, I like your music. And the guy goes, yeah, yeah, what's your favorite song? He's like, oh, I like this song. But he goes, like, oh, all your songs are the same. They're just, it's just comedy rap. And when he, the guy said it's just comedy rap to him, it kind of, like, you know, threw him off. Like, like damn, like, you, you know, you're kind of marginalizing my, my shit, you know? Yeah. So, and it is, got- yeah, it is kind of comedy rap if you listen to his music. Yeah, so when you're writing that song, you got to know that's the reaction you're going to get. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You guys watching Westworld this season? Hell, yeah. I mean, I got else to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I feel like like you've been super excited for Westworld and then it came out and it's like you've been mad quiet about it. Me? Yeah. Dude, so this last episode I thought was really good with the giant robot, like not to give it away or whatever, but um, that was really cool. And... Um, I feel like the first three episodes were like all kind of little bit of setup episodes, almost like a brand new show, first of all. And now there's only five episodes left, and I'm just like thinking it's going to be like crazy five episodes. Season is eight? There's only eight episodes this season. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, didn't know. That. Episode, I mean, like, just when, like, like it's crazy because it's almost like there's so many theories, and, and I, I really fucked myself up because. After, after I watch the show, I might watch like five or six different like breakdowns. One of the theories I saw was that that that's not even the real world. That that is a uh, 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 basically what you call it um, a simulation. It? Simulation inside that giant that giant thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And is is inside? They're all inside there. You know what I'm saying? Battling that thing inside a giant simulation. I thought that was. I hope that's not it. (laughs) Yeah, me too. But I'm. I think that that's a pretty cool theory. That that because if you notice the title page, it it shows like it shows like a post-apocalyptic world, Mm -hmm. right? So and we never saw anything post-apocalyptic yet at this point, right? Mm -hmm. A little bit at the end of season two. In season two, what did what did what did they show? When the man in black showed up at the uh, at the lab and it was like all destroyed and it had been like hundreds of years later, but that's hundreds of years in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's hundreds of years in the future of, of the future that they're already in, basically. Right. Yeah. But so, what if it's a combination of reality and the sphere, like a combination of that theory, and some of it is taking place in reality, some of it is taking place in the sphere, because that would go right along with their like confusionary things that they do like on purpose you know to throw the viewer off who do you um, guys think charlotte is yeah that's just, my question I, I <laughs> charlotte teddy teddy's too obvious right yeah, yeah. I, I don't think teddy because teddy went to the um to the land beyond right and the, you know remember yes yeah yeah he went to the valley beyond the valley beyond the valley beyond yeah but so, she copied five hosts though no yeah, but five hosts that didn't go, right? So that leaves uh, her dad. Yeah, her dad is is I think the popular choice right now. That yeah, it could be her dad. Yeah, but I think that's just, they they the way they write that show. I don't think they ever go with like the popular choice, right? Mm-hmm. So you see the theory that um, that's actually the Dolores, that she's actually Dolores, and that um, like she split up Wyatt and Dolores. So wow. the, you see right now as Dolores walking around is actually Wyatt and then Charlotte is Dolores, like mm-hmm. the original Dolores that you first saw in the show before she got fused with, with Wyatt. That's I a- think I think it's the Indian chief guy 
because there's one line where she says in the last episode where she says, oh, you have to do this to save your people or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the Indian chief guy or the red snake lady. It's one of those two people. But what? But they they threw me off with the "you'll always be mine." Yeah, that you're right about that. You'll yeah, always yeah. be mine. Whatever. Like that shit threw me off. So like that makes me think that it's the the father or someone that she always that that she's always had a connection to. You know, it's William, young William. What if what if Dolores is actually Ford? Wow. Ooh. What if the person you see walking around as Dolores is actually Ford and Charlotte is Dolores? That's so cool how they found a new way to make a puzzle out of it without doing the time jump thing, you know? Like Yeah, yeah, cuz that that you can confuse the hell out of us when I even have to do that, you know? And <laughs> another and what if uh, uh um, I don't know his name on the show, uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad, what's his name on the show? Caleb. Uh, mm-hmm. Caleb, yeah. What if Caleb is not a real human. Like, what if he's a, um, uh, what's the name? Uh, wait, what are they called on the show? Um, a host. Host. What if he's a host, bro? Yeah, they 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 really like wanted to insinuate that a lot because he was stuck in his loop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then last time where um, she was at the diner with him and started to reveal that she knew about his past, yeah. and she showed him the transcript, right? And he yeah. stuttered. Like a robot, a little bit. He was like, "What the uh uh uh, yeah, yeah. uh and then he kept going. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. So, that was a catch. Yeah, he did. It's too good, man. This show is just way too good. It sucks because that's like the only thing I got to watch. Like, I've kind of watched everything already. I yeah. finished. I finished Netflix. I finished Pornhub. <laughs> um, <laughs> I finished it twice. <laughs> I, that I put that on Twitter, and someone replied. Uh, yeah, like you know, I was almost finishing until I got to the to, to like the tranny section or some shit. Like that. I, I saw um, Garcia say something last night on the on the live on the uh, when you guys were uh, uh, live streaming. You live, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Man. You were like, "Yeah, dog, dicks with chicks." Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. People are fucking bored out of their minds, bro. Yeah, 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 man. It's it's crazy. I mean, we got to do whatever to try to alleviate some of this. Uh, this craziness, so I guess yeah. escape helps. The escapism really helps us. Yeah. I'm working. You got Amazon Prime? Yeah, I do. I do. Watch. Uh, look up Golgo Thirteen. Have you seen that? Golgo, like the old animation, the old. Yes, yes. You've seen this? I've seen it, but I haven't seen it in years because it's old. I hadn't seen it in mad years, and I rewatched it the other day, and it's on Amazon Prime. And man, that shit is fucking phenomenal, dude! Like I couldn't believe how good it was, bro. And nothing else better to do. I'm gonna check it out because uh, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. That shit's been around that long. You know how I got put onto that through the Nintendo game. Yeah, I remember that game. NES had a fucking Goggle 13 game. I was like, "What the fuck is this? This looks like some James Bond shit." And it turns out that like Sonny Chiba. That a lot of people know him from Kill Bill, but if you but if you're into like the old kung fu movies, you know who Sonny Chiba is. He actually played Goggle Thirteen. Mm, okay, yeah. okay. Like so, he did voice on the animation. No, he did live action movies as Goggle Thirteen, champ. There is, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember seeing I that. There's two of them. I never seen those. Are those? Are you referring to those as well, or are you just referring to the animation? I'm referring to the animation. I actually own the live action Sonny Chiba version. I got the DVD of that shit. Oh, that shit okay. too. Okay. But, okay. But the animation is the one that I'm talking about. Like that. That shit is really, really, really well done, bro. So if you haven't seen that, if you're into like 
Japanese animation, and if you're into like spy, you know, secret agent type shit, that's yeah, definitely yeah. a dope ass thing to check out, man. Sounds like a cool combo for sure. It's check, dope. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. I'm trying to think of something that I'm, I'm watching that I could refer to you guys, but I, I think I'll just say I say go to Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> they they got the full entourage on uh, on Prime now too. Yeah, a lot of Skype sex is happening now. I'm sure. You know, I'm sure. I, I had a little mutual, a little did a little mutual thing myself on 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 that. I complain. Yeah. Guilty also. You know? so, social distancing. Social hey. distancing, man. You gotta get it how you get it, though. Me too. Yeah. I call my wife. I call my wife in the other room just for the fuck of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, Tropic, man. I I really appreciate what you do, brother. For real, man. Like, I, I, you know, with the the plant based shit. You know, I like how fucking loud you are. You know what I'm saying? I I like it, man. I feel like it's effective. You know what I'm saying? And and especially now with the with the COVID thing, everything that that you've been saying, like, it's positive, dude. It's positive. Everything is positive. It's about helping yeah. people get better, helping people feel uh, fear, not fear. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Helping yeah. people heal. Um, so, bro, I really appreciate that, man. Yeah, Give I him an applause. I actually created a thread. I actually created a thread on... My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I actually created a thread on uh, Facebook for people who are recovering. If they want to talk, if they, if they need some advice, if they need some help, they just want to talk about, ask me what I went through, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, so I left that, and people have been hitting me up. I've, I've met some people that I don't even know that because I uh, made it uh, shareable, and people that I know shared it on their page, and they had they just started messaging me. And um, too, if yeah. you can. What's that? Throw that bitch on Twitter if you can, too, bro. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 I should do that. I should do that. I should do that. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, because uh, you know it's it's way better. Like for I, I realized because my coworker, uh, Felipe, this guy named Felipe, shout out to him. Um, he was going through, you know, we were going through the exact same thing. So we were kind of like each other's support system. We were checking in on each other. He was like, "Hey, how you doing today, bro? How you feeling? Are you noticed this? Did you get your your sense of smell back? Did you lose it? You know what it is? Did your fever break? Like we were like, you know, we were there for each other, man. And and. I realized like, oh shit, you know, what if somebody else can use this kind of support? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Not all of us. And he's like me, you know, he's, he's up here, his family's in Mexico. So he, he don't, you know, he don't have no support. So, you know, getting a phone call from me or getting a text from me, you know, or, and, and vice versa, that shit was like, I, I, I would say it was definitely helpful during that time, you know, cause I didn't want to tell my family at first cause I, I didn't want to worry them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So um, you know, you know, going back and forth with him, you know, just having that that shoulder to lean on, you know, was you know definitely dope. And and you know, you guys are are dope. You know, what I'm saying you guys provide your your podcast provide me entertainment. You guys are providing you know information M misinformation. <laughs> but it's at least it's funny misinformation. It's not, it's not trying to scare people. Thanks, Traffic. Way to be positive. We appreciate that. The <laughs> fear mongering and shit and. And uh, a lot of people, you know, they would have gave up on their podcast, but you guys, you know what I'm saying, you know, didn't give up, you know, still going. And uh, as me, as a fan, you know, I appreciate you guys, you know, keeping, keeping, keeping on, you know what I mean? We Fuck. appreciate you more, man. Yeah, oh, man, you guys are dope. You too, man. Yeah, man, you guys are dope, you know. You're Dolores and I'm Arnold. Wait, no, you're, wait, I don't know who's who, but <laughs> or I'm Dolores and you're Arnold. I'm Ford. 
appreciate, I appreciate um, you know, Renee, uh, Renee looking like a Victorian vampire yesterday. <laughs> I was disappointed that you didn't like that you weren't in costume today. Oh, what am I, the hat guy now? Just because you do something once, you get pigeonholed. <laughs> you did yourself, my friend. You guys are definitely keeping us uh, entertained also and informed, and uh, we need that shit, man. We need that shit, for sure. No, I agree, man. And, like, like we're not experts on shit, you know what I mean? But just to get the dialogue going. And if right. and even if I say some bullshit that, like, you know, kind of like the conspiracies did to me, right? Like, if I say some bullshit that's at least going to make people, like, think twice about shit, then I feel like we've done our job. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, no, yep. you guys are definitely doing a great job, man. Much appreciate. I, I really appreciate you guys, like, having me and letting me, you know, tell my story. Because for more or less, you know, I, I'll just be me talking to, like, the video camera, you know what I'm saying? And putting it online is not the same. You mm -hmm. know, I have an audience that I don't have. So, you know, it's, it's much appreciated. Yeah, you right back at you. Something to say, man. For sure, man. Mm -hmm. so, uh, yeah, I guess we should sign the fuck out of here. Where can they uh, reach you and shit? And maybe if you want, like, also send me the, the link to that specific thread. And we yeah. can put that in the in, in the description also. Yeah, you, you, everybody could reach me. Um, uh, actually, um, I'm going to put my email out, out here. So if anybody wants, wants to email me at tropic305gmail.com, tropic305gmail.com, you guys can email me uh, anytime. You know what I'm saying? I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, uh, um, Instagram, tropic2.0. Same thing on, um, on uh, Twitter, tropic. Message me through any of those. Um, so, you know, we can support each other. We can share information um, and just try to, you know, get through this as because uh, all we got is us, man. All we got That's is right. us. You know, we got to help each other. You're right about that. I might desert the empire. I might be the fin in this situation. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Where can they reach us, buddy? Um, they can reach us at humansushibar.com. They can also reach us at Human Sushi Podcast on Instagram. And uh, that's it. Guys, I, uh, we do want to, like, shout out everybody that, like Tropic said, has been providing entertainment and just, like, doing their shit right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, special shout out to WVCC. Yes. Uh, Vice City. Like, fucking H2O is fucking killing it right now. He's going on H like, three, four times a week at this point. You know what I mean? And right. just like keeping it rocking, Tropic. If you haven't checked out his show, it's fucking dope, man. He's got like a basically oh. like a. It's a WVCC. I'll send you the links on on Facebook and shit. It's the homie H two O. He's got basically like his version of like a UMTV raps. Nice. Plays music videos. He's just bumping music all day. It's mad dope. Like a bunch mm -hmm. of Miami people are in the are in the comments and shit like that. It's super dope. I like that. Yeah, man. So shout out to them. Shout out to everybody that's been like rocking with us. And, like, you know, I've had people hit me up and tell like personally thank us for for like keeping it rocking through this shit, man. So like, you know, we're we're twice as grateful to you guys for actually listening to what the fuck we got to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, shout out to the Do Company. Shout yes, out to sir. my boy D. U. Ivan. I wore your shit last night, and you ain't even come into the motherfucking chat. But you know, it's all good. But Maggie Maga hat. I wore your shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, shout out to everybody, man, for real, man. I'm grateful for you, motherfuckers, and and uh, we're gonna continue to do this shit. Uh, yes. Do not stop calling the bento box. We're gonna have that shit set up by the next episode, guaranteed. You mm -hmm. see, I already got the sound effects here, so we're just upgrading it as we go. 
um, yeah, man. And again, I appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. You, you have the sound effects going? Go ahead. Go ahead, my bad. No, I'm sorry. I was just asking about the sound effects. I didn't get a womp womp the whole show, so I was like, you got one. You got one. Do you want, you want, you want right now? No, 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 no. I just wanted to check. <laughs> there you go. What's up, Tropic? I just want to give one more shout out to all the essential personnel out here, people, particularly the MTA people. Um, I seen that they got hit pretty hard through all this. And, you know, the, the MTA ain't shut down. And if the MTA shuts down here in New York City, um, like, man, that is like really going to fuck shit up. Um, major shout out to all the like EMTs, um, you know, helping people that are sick, the people working at the grocery stores. Yes. You know uh, all those people, man, that are just like keeping us fed keeping us like you know going keeping us like they're just basically the ray of light in all this craziness you know what i'm saying i really want to give a shout out to them i never met any disrespect by my videos by you know by the video that i posted at them it was never directed towards them i always just was directing it towards the media i just you know want to give that shout out and give that clip make that clear you know what i mean yeah. and and the video was helpful and we appreciate it man so keep Word. doing it and we know it's coming from a good place for sure Dope, dope. Absolutely, man. All right, let's sign the fuck off. All right, right sushis. Tropic. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining us, man. Peace. Stay safe out there, all right? Plant based dripping, baby. Plant based dripping. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace.